Candace Hart. And I'm Jamie Lynn Walno. And we are co-hosts. <laughs> That's not a choreographed handshake or anything. It's secret. Okay. So, retreat. We have a retreat yes. at the end of May. Are you coming? Please. Y'all, we are closing out the applications at the first week of May. And I believe it's the 6th or the 7th, but that's when we're closing yes. them out. We have a few spots open that we've actually opened up a little larger to let more women come because... And some people aren't coming that we're going to come. Yeah. So we more spots so open. Excited. We are so excited. So there's a few spots left. Um, Five it, meals, two nights in a hotel. You have your own queen size bed. You will be sharing a room and you can bring a friend and y'all can share the room together. Yes. Um, and you're going to get, you're going to be very spoiled by the creative things that we're doing. So I'm telling you, it's worth every single penny. I don't think this is going to look like something you've been to before. Um, sure. and yeah, just experience, you're going to get to experience the Holy spirit and an amazing community of women. And we want to encourage you higher. We want to encourage you to live set apart. And so this whole weekend will just be a beautiful downpour and an encouragement. And we hope that you leave refreshed and absolutely on fire. Yeah. So it's true. That's what's going to yeah. happen. But we had to plug that in because we're so excited about it. We are, every time we meet, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're feeding into. But today we are still in James because it's that amazing. And we had to break it up a little bit. We're in James two and we are in the second half right now. And we are talking about faith and works. We are. I'm excited to dive in, dive in girlfriend. Let's go. All right. So we're going to start at the very beginning. Um, a lot of people, let me just say this. You, the Bible will tell us a lot of things. And you kind of either have to interpret or you have to dive in a little deeper. In this particular instance, he actually gives you a really clear example. So when he talks about faith and works, he's saying that you can have, you can't claim to be like, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Like without, Jamie explains this really well, and I want her to go into this, um, without the fruit of that. And so he says, if a brother or sister was out, is without clothing in a need of daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and be filled and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body what use is this even so faith if it has no works is dead being by itself so it's not enough to say god loves you when it's somebody who's homeless on the street okay like that's neat that's a really beautiful thing to hear but instead how about god loves you do you need food do you need clothing <laughs> do you need a place to stay how can i help you how can i be the hands and feet of jesus to show you who he is yeah i love that and I, Candace was like, Jamie, what do you think of when you think of, you know, yes. the end of James two here? And I'm like, it's such a beautiful thing because I was like, Candace, you know, if I love you, why? Because the fruit of like, there's fruit that comes from my love when you're in my life. If you're a friend in my life, you know, if you're a friend in my life, why? Because of the works that come from this place of love, I can't help. And so if I have faith, do I have faith? Yes. So what testimonies are in my life? Because I stood in faith, Ooh. knowing that God was going to do exactly what he said. And it is in my living my life for anchored in faith that God is who he said he is, and he's going to fulfill his promise. But not just that, is it just for me, myself and I, or is it for other people? Because faith, you can believe for other people, you know, that God supplies their needs, you know, that you just bought this coat, it's freezing outside, you're driving by somebody, and they have no jacket. So you can take your literal jacket yes. off, give it to them and say, I hope this keeps you warm. I bless you. It's new. 
I love this jacket and I love you. Do you need a meal as well? Like, what can you afford? What can you supply? And you know that God, maybe you don't have money for another jacket, but you know that you have a blanket at home. Do you know that God supplies your needs somehow? What can you do? How is God compelling you to be in faith, knowing that he supplies all your needs? Therefore, when you give, he still supplies your needs too, even though you're helping supply other people's needs, which he will supply other people's needs through you. Yes. So I think that that's a really powerful way to, I think it's really easy to be in faith for ourselves and it becomes very selfish and it becomes an idol, Mm -hmm. but true faith is like, man, you know, somebody's like wild in faith when you're around them because of the fruit. And so, yes, I think faith compels you. I don't want to sit underneath the speaker. That's really great at preaching the gospel and has no fruit anywhere else in their life. And I don't need to hear everything that they do in the secret place, but you can tell when somebody lives what they preach when you've been around them a long time or not. And so anyways, I, that's what I love about this. It's like the real gospel. It's like, Oh, but then I feel like there's this part where it's like, but your works do not lead like you're not safe many people are works driven yes 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 i can do this yes i can do that and then their identity which the previous episode we just did candace mentioned this but like your identity becomes your service and you becoming a servant and you wanting the affection of other people and you wanting other people's attention which is kind of how lucifer fell just gonna say that Mm -hmm. and it's also what jesus addressed between martha and mary martha had a great hospitality gift upon her life but she wasn't being honored for her works and she wanted mary to be in the workspace but she was serving the lord and mary's faith the fruit of her faith was sitting at the feet of the one who supplied the faith and so that was fruit of that was a work faith does that make sense like it wasn't what we see every day necessarily it can it can come different forms so i just think it's a great don't don't dive in deep and start self navel gazing so much that you're so hard on yourself and you're like not even processing with the holy spirit but what fruit you can literally go in a journal and write down the fruit of god's life in the moment you stood for faith for other people for your own life and who you're showing up and serving uh or not yeah anyways keep going no i love that and so i want to um so 18 through 20 let me just put this out there so it says but someone may well say you have faith and i have works. show me your faith without works and i will show you my faith by my works you believe that god is one you do well the demons also believe and they shudder but are you willing to recognize you foolish fellow that without works it is useless our faith without works is useless and so I want to, I want to preface this by saying one, take everything we are about to tell y'all and you take it to the Lord. You take it to that place and you be like the Bereans and you search it out. This is, um, my husband is, con- we, we work with youth. My husband is constantly telling me, he's like, give them the Berean challenge. The Bereans were the most noble. It says this and Paul calls them out because they took everything he said and searched the word of God themselves to see if it was true. And so we say that with everything we put out there, see, prove us wrong. I would love you to go into it that way to seek it with the Lord yourself to see what is true. So if you come from a religious background, if you have the spirit of religion, if it has or has not broken off, which I pray it has. And if not, man, we would love to pray that off of you. Your works are what keeps you saved. I don't know if that makes sense. So I was so approval driven my entire life. I love the recognition. I love the approval. And two, if 
the way I understood my salvation, it was a checklist. If I did these things each day, I was good. But when I stepped out of those lines, that's when I wasn't following Christ. And I think a lot of times we see that. So when we say that you have to have works with faith, it's not saying, I I want you to, I want to approach this as much love as possible. You cannot work out, you can't earn your salvation. But when that salvation comes and we have met and had that encounter with the man, Jesus, Mm -hmm. you can't help but want to do works for him. You yeah. can't help but want to be his hands and feet and do those things. And it's a byproduct. It's yeah. not a rule. We're not saying you have to go do these things. We're saying you get to do these yeah. things because he left you. Yeah. And, and I love, okay. yeah, no, go. go I just love it. No, I just love as you keep reading the examples they give through scripture, which is so great because it's so direct. Yes. And many of us know these stories. If not, we encourage you to go back and read them. But Abraham, Mm -hmm. He was justified by his works because he offered Isaac up his son on the altar. He literally took his son, put him on the altar. And an angel was like, "Ah, we, we know that you have faith in God. And it says that the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. And he was called the friend of God because he had faith and his works revealed that. And then it goes on to talk about Rahab and the the harlot. If you remember she was justified by her works because she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, also faith is dead. Faith without works is dead. So she, the messengers came in and she sent them another way mm-hmm. because of her she faith. She hid them, yeah. She hid them, yes. And she sent the people that were looking for them the other way because she believed in the word of the Lord in them. Right. So it's like, and she got to she do the genealogy, genealogy of Jesus. Y'all she genealogy. was genealogy. <laughs> I, know, I know she was the one, she was Boaz's mother and that was the line of Jesus. So she got, God rewarded her so, so fully. She was a prostitute. That's amazing. I love it. Yes. I, I just think it's crazy. And so then I think in my life, I'm like, okay, I can tell you personal ways like, man, I just, I'm like, God, I know you said this, but I don't know when it's going to happen. But sometimes mm. I have to die to yeah. what God said, like a dream in my heart. Like, man, my journey to marry my husband could be a book. Like it was, it was painful and it was working out pride and selfishness in me. And, you know, he became an idol as a promise at one point in my life. And I just remember laying him on an altar in my mind oh. <laughs> and watching him disappear and turn into ash like as a sacrifice like my dream of marrying my husband disappeared on an altar because i said god i'm putting this promise i'm putting this dream i'm putting this man who i love the only man i've ever loved apart from my father my earthly father on this altar and the only way for this to ever come back is for you to breathe on it and when you breathe on it because i know you will one day it'll either be him and it'll be the right time or it'll be somebody else. But I know that that moment can't come without this moment. And that was my works in faith, knowing that I trust God more than myself to fulfill. Because faith, it, you don't need faith for something you can fulfill on your own. Faith requires something that only God, you believe in God so much, you do something cray cray to honor him and his word on earth as it is in heaven to protect it and to know that he's the one that will fulfill it right it's supernatural it's beautiful you're right and it says that you will see um and so i love you put at the bottom or at the last verse of two it says you are reading for just as the body without for just as the body without the spirit is Mm -hmm. dead so also faith that works is dead and i 
this isn't just in James, it says this. I'm actually going to pull up all these. I'm going to pull up some of these verses. And this isn't even all of them, y'all. The Bible goes on and on and on that we will be held accountable for everything. So it's not enough. The Lord actually gave me this. And he said, it's not enough to be good enough. To be set apart, we must be constantly looking how to further the kingdom. So there's no peak point that you reach in your walk with Thank Christ. Thank you, God. You're not going, Thank you, yeah. Jesus, how that boring too. would that, that be? That would too? be so boring. That's exactly yes. what I was thinking. It would not be, I mean, and that is a doubt, uh, pitfall. Let me put it that way. It can be a very big pitfall, especially in with um, the Christian faith. I feel like mm, I don't, I want to word this without. Girl, just say it's it. not theology based. Yeah. And I think you'll get a lot of, um, I've run into before students who have gone through, they've got their, I don't know what the preacher degree is. What is theology it? Theology degree. degree. Yeah. The preacher degree. The man um, you have a preacher and degree. they're done. They know it all. And wow, that's so dangerous, y'all, because we never are done. And there's always more to learn. And the Lord is constantly pruning us, getting ready. Um, I'm reading this book, The Final Quest by oh, Rick, Rick Joyner. Y'all, and I, he, he was, go read it. I'm just going to say that, but he was talking about one of, um, the big thing, the theme that I keep seeing is a big, uh, pitfall is pride. And when you think you've reached it, your pride needs to be taken out. When you think that you've learned enough, your pride has to be taken out. And that's usually what can stop us from going further, but that could be in parenthood. That can be mm, marriage. That yeah. could be in friendship. That could be in your craft and your skill in a spiritual gifting. Like, we are not, there's always more to learn. And I will say furthering my education and going and getting a master's degree showed me that I became a master in a small facet of something that was huge. Right. And it, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And to me, that's yes, the that's power the of the kingdom, right? <laughs> like the more I discover Jesus, the more I realize I don't know him yeah. as much as I could, even though I'm discovering more, I'm like, there's so much more to you than I could comprehend, which is the beauty of marriage as well. My goodness, you've yes. been married much longer than I have. And I'm like, I, I 19 years next month. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and so I just, to me, it's like marriage is constantly evolving and developing and it's because you are too and therefore you're discovering one another in deeper different ways mm, and that's yeah. when people stop loving one another is when they stop choosing to discover the beauty of the one that they were they think it's with. good enough and yeah. they stop they stop putting forth the effort yeah. and the work and learning that person yeah so and if that's you yeah. I want to say this too yeah. if that's you and you're in a marriage where you feel that you don't have love and affection in your heart for your spouse, or maybe your spouse isn't pursuing you and loving you well, um, that, that you would not give up, that your faith, that you would have works with your faith, that you would have so much faith in God to turn around your heart, to give you love and affection for your spouse or for your spouse to turn back to the father and see what amazing gym that he has in you. And so I just pray peace and comfort over your heart. I feel like this is for somebody that God, God wants to comfort you and love you and you standing in faith, knowing do not stop praying. You keep praying when nobody's looking and you keep decreeing and declaring beautiful things over him and watch what God does. That's a side note. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I love it. It just takes one. Um, so I did, I went, actually went through and just looked at first because, cause I'll just say, all right. So in Psalm 62, 12, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love, for you will render to a man according to his work. In um, 
what I put? Oh, it was in Jeremiah 17, 10. Cause I want to make sure that I didn't just, it wasn't just new Testament. And he says, I, the Lord search the heart and test the mind and give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Our fruit comes from overflow. It really does. And so we have in for the son of man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his father. And he will repay each person according to what he has done. Again, in Romans two, he will render each one according to his works. In Rome, this is another one in Romans 14, he will render to each one according to his works to those who by patience and well-doing seek for the glory and honor of and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. And then in uh, Romans 14, so to each one of us, will give an account to the man, to him, to account of himself to God. And it goes on and on. There's stuff in um, Revelations gets kind of deep, but it's kind of, it's serious because we have to give an account for everything. And so if he gets, if you can imagine just saying yes to Jesus and saying, yes, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And then getting to heaven, he's like, okay, now what? What'd you do with it? You were saved, but everybody else that you came across and all these other things, what did you do with that salvation? Because he says, every we're supposed to, the you know, sowing and reaping and what do we do with his talents they have the i don't know if y'all remember the story where the master leaves and he gives this person five talents this person two talents yeah. this person one talent and the person with 10 invest it and multiplies it the person with two um could be five i could be getting an bridge wrong gal i probably am invest it and multiplies the person with one talent was so scared that he went and he buried it and the lord took away even that little because he refused to do anything with it and so what we have the lord gives us we're supposed to pass on yeah we are supposed to share that with others it's not enough to keep everything in our storehouse what is in our storehouse is for others god will keep supplying our needs yeah. but everything we have is supposed to go out yeah are you looking up the i'm looking up a verse okay. um okay so in matthew 7 Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. So this is the solution for all of us. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name yeah. and in your name, cast out demons and in your name, perform many miracles. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness. This is the solution that I feel can be the problem for um, not bearing fruit in your life, right? The will of the father, Jesus did, Jesus showed us through scripture. He pulled away from the crowd to know the father and to listen to the father and to be with the father, right? If you never spent alone time with your spouse leading up to marriage, unless you had an arranged marriage, you would not even want to marry them, mm -hmm. but he spent time with the father because he had to, he's, and then, um, he's even saying, this is what's so crazy. There are literally people out, out there today who are prophesying in the name of Jesus and they're prophesying, but their fruit is not in their life. The heart, the posture of the heart, Jesus says all throughout scripture, if you love me, you will obey my word. And so it comes down to God, what are you saying? What do you, what are you doing? I want to emulate that. What are you saying? I want to, I want to say that. Like, I want to obey you and follow you. It's a real, he craves yeah. relationship with you. Abraham was able 
to take Isaac to the altar because of relationship with the father, which he trusted God. Right. And that is what's so mind blowing to me. Can we just put this in perspective? You're Abraham. You don't, Jesus isn't here yet. Jesus didn't come show you the way die, send his Holy spirit to you. Like this is pre Jesus. This is what's so mind blowing to me to live in that time. Like, I feel like that has to have been so much more extra to me when I look back in a way, because he knew the father's voice so well that he was taking his promised son up to the altar and he was literally going to sacrifice. He loved God so much. He was willing to do. And some people would be like, that's so morbid. What God would do that? Well, first of all, God stopped and the fruit that has come from his lineage forever now because of his faith and the works of his faith is mind blowing. So your solution is you get in the word because God is the word. You get in the yeah. word because he's in the word. You listen when you're in prayer. Stop asking for things for yourself. I used to get so annoyed by myself. I got through a season where I was like, man, I'm just praying for myself all the time. The moment I started praying for other people, I started seeing crazy fruit in my life, right? And so if you trust God and you have faith in God, you're not constantly praying for yourself and the things around you. That's true. And so you listen. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father praying right now. What is he praying and decreeing over the earth to happen? What does he want to see happen? And he has actually given you access by his spirit through his blood, through the blood of Jesus to hear what he's doing and for you to obey that. And I'm telling you, if you're in the word and you're listening to God and you're responding to him, you will not be the one that's turned away at the end of the time because his love Mm. will compel you. I know that's really deep, but I just feel that's so important in this. Like, I love this. This is a set apart woman. This is what Candace and I, we say this all the time. Man, we call each other when we're having a hard time. Things come at us. I would Y'all, say this is not easy. We've, yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell you the things we've been going through lately and the spiritual attacks have been our lives and we know it, but this is the thing. Like you need, God gave us each other to call out and be like, I'm not going to call you during this time. Like I'll encourage you, but I'm going to call it for what it is. I'm not going to allow you to mope or have self-pity or mm-hmm. feel sorry for yourself because your battle is not against flesh and blood. We're not going to go bash this person, but we are going to fight for them. Okay. I'll the give kingdom. an example. I have no problem doing this. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, I was pouting. I felt like so much emotion as a woman. Okay. Let's be real. It's the time of the month. Sorry if dudes are listening. Okay. But that was part of it. But what came up was real. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never want to discount because of that. I mean, the high, emotions definitely can be heightened during that time, but what came up was real. And I just want to, I texted Candace cause I knew she would stop and pray right then. Wh- wherever she was doing, I knew she would even just be like, father be with her. And I didn't want to like lash out in a situation with my husband actually had nothing to do with my husband. And I was just laying in my bed for a moment, Saturday afternoon on my Sabbath crying. And I'm like, I don't want to pout and get my way. And I texted Candace and then I was just like, I just need you to know this. And it's like, I don't remember if I said I need to take a drive or if she told me I needed to take a drive. You offered to take a drive. So I went and took a drive with the Holy Spirit. I started praying in tongues. Didn't want to started praying in tongues, started praying and everything shifted, everything changed. And it was exciting. And I felt this joy again, because I chose to go instead of partnering with my emotions and feelings, the faith that I had to turn to the father, even though my emotions were little, whatever. And then today, Candace and I are talking, she's like, yeah, that didn't even sound like you. She was like, what was the line you used? And she shared it. That's probably more private, but she was like, I knew that you'd be fine in a couple of minutes or hour. This was just a fleeting moment. She was like, you know, but she is like, going to hit me in the jugular with the word of do not turn to advice in a moment where you must stand in faith to one who does not Mm. read the word like get 
call the one that's in the word call the one that's praying call the one who's actually going to pray don't call the one that's gonna oh i'm so sorry no i'm so sorry that the enemy's coming after you and you keep partnering with him and you just keep partnering with him and that's why you <laughs> that's why you feel like poo poo yeah. cuz really that's what somebody says when they want you it's okay that you're it's okay that you're which she's never done this no. to my knowledge it's okay that you are um <laughs> i want to be so extreme here it's okay that you're cursing somebody out that'll go away someday mm-hmm. um so just yeah they deserve people it. do they that they feelings. did they hurt your feelings yeah. girl i feel for you i you know they they deserved a lot more than what you gave them i like don't even know how to even coddle this because i just don't do this but or that's literally what somebody's saying pretty much when they take your side or you call somebody it's like okay girl this emotion is real i know the feeling because i i mean i'm not in your situation so i don't know that feeling but i know these emotions are real and they're coming up for a reason can i read the word to you can I remind you of God's word in this situation? Okay, awesome. And those are the kind of people you call. And there's a couple times, I will say this, because I've said this before, your emotions can bring up real issues. Um, and I'm not saying this is a blanket statement for everybody, but your feelings can lie. And there's times I felt <sighs> something. I remember talking to my husband. This isn't that long ago. This is a couple, this is like a month. I remember having this thing and I went to him and I was like, and it wasn't something he did. It was something that was going on outside. And I approached him and he, at first I got frustrated. He's like, actually, none of that's true. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and he's like, hold on. Let me tell you from this standpoint. And it was like, it was so cool. Cause he showed me in the most, he was gentle, but he was like, Hey, here's outside looking in. These are the things that are happening. Your feelings want to turn it into this because I stewed in that emotion. And so I went through all the different scenarios. I assume this person said this this way, and that must have been why it came out this way, and why this person over here said something. And I t- I linked all the dots in my own way. And one, he showed me the truth of it. And two, it was like, hey, put us like so it doesn't matter because yeah. your beef is not with them. Like your feelings can't determine how you treat them, how you pray for them, how you feel for them, because your actions are not determined by somebody else's actions. Your actions have to be so steadfast and they have to be, I'm going to fight for you no matter what. I'm going to pray for you no matter what. I'm going to bless you no matter what, because you are a child of God and not because you made me mad or hurt my feelings. Yeah, honestly. Oh, that's a whole other story in itself. Yes, that's a whole episode in itself that I know when the Lord releases us to cover, we will cover it, but that's, it's so true. Yeah. So with all this being said, these moments still come up. Jesus was tempted in every way that you and I have been tempted. Yes. It's what you do when you're tempted yes. that makes the difference in your faith, in your fakes, in your fakes. faith versus <laughs> works. You will have works. You will have fruit of your faith in your life. When you do not give in to temptations, when yes. you give in to temptations, it's nearly impossible and you don't want to be doing that. So I just, we just want to encourage you. You want to close it out in prayer? Do you feel like yeah. you need to add anything? No, I think we provided solutions. And we went off a little bit. We came back. I mean, <laughs> we, I don't know. This is just, I love it when the Holy Spirit moves it and shifts it. And this yeah. is all real. And y'all, look, the Holy Spirit's still walking us through a lot of this. And this is why things will come up with us. And we'll be like, we should talk about this because this is so real. It doesn't matter where you're on your faith. This is still going to attack yeah. you. Just where you're on your faith is how you respond. Yeah. And so, and how full of the Lord. So yes, we're going to pray for you. Um, Father God, I thank you for all of the women and maybe men and whoever hears this message, Lord. I pray that they can hear your heart in it. I pray 
that they become so strong in their faith that it just overflows in their works, that the things that they do doesn't show our fleshly desires, doesn't show who we are as a person, but shows the love of Jesus Christ himself and shows people how they're loved and how they are valued and how they're important. And that is what the works are for. Lord, I pray that we take new territory and we stake claim for your kingdom and the things we do because our works are all pointing everybody towards you. And I pray that our value and our identity will not be wrapped up in our works, but solely in you. Yeah. Father God, I thank you for every single person hearing this message in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Share with your friends and we'll see you next week on (laughs) Set Apart or you will just hopefully you feel like you're having coffee with us. Yes. Next, if you're listening to the podcast, we hope you feel like you're having coffee with us. If you're watching on YouTube, what up? We love you. Well, we love both of you. Okay, <laughs> we're done. Bye. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. Have you subscribed? What? I couldn't hear you. Have you subscribed? <laughs> <laughs>